tuning in. This is your girl, Dr. Yvonne, the teacher that talks. Um, I am here tonight um, running a little late. I wasn't feeling good. I was feeling under the weather, but I'm here. I said I had to come back to my audience. I had to see me. I had to get here. I had to be here. So regardless of what's going on with me, I'm going to get on here and do my podcast when I'm supposed to do it. So thank you all for joining. Those that join in now, those of you who get the replay, um, click like, share, um, send this to somebody else who might need it. Today, we're going to talk about prayer in school. And I don't know if y'all know or not, but there's a lot of things going on in schools right now with students, um, hurt, teachers, hurt hurt teachers. Um, I am here tonight. So we are, um, you know, I don't know why it does that. <laughs> but anyway, um, there's a lot of things going on in schools with shootings, kids shooting teachers, kids hurting teachers. I was watching something on um, on Facebook earlier today about a 15-year-old that was slapping a teacher and then they found her dead in her apartment. Uh, I don't know if it was the same night or a couple of nights later, but I don't know if... The teacher did it or what happened, but they said it was a party going on. It was loud music and then they heard gunshots. But it's just crazy about the stuff that's going on in schools right now. We have kids coming in and we know that these kids, I mean, anybody who's spiritual, I'm just going to put my spiritual hat on right now because we need to know that anyone who is spiritual, you know that these are demonic attacks on our children and we need to combat it. They took prayer out of the schools and, and things just got buck wild. People are doing whatever they want to do. They're coming in, acting any old kind of way and crazy. And I remember in Colorado when we got together and they wouldn't let us pray on the premises, but they said we could get a, we could gather across the street and pray or, you know, they had a national day of prayer where all of the kids would gather at the flagpole and hold hands across America and pray at the same time for the schools. We need to get back to doing stuff like that. When I tell you um, we, we have prayer in our school, and that's one good thing that I really like. Um, even at the opening of our school year this year, our principal prayed over us on the first day of school. And I thought that was amazing because I'd never been in a school where the principal actually prayed over the, the staff and the school and the kids, they allowed a church to come in and walk through the halls and pray and bless the halls. And we still have issues that we need to deal with. We have a lot of children who are dealing with demonic forces that are taking them over, that are dragging them down, that are causing them issues because they can't focus and they can't do what they need to do. And they're lashing out, they're acting out, they cutting up. It's not the child. We need to understand that these are demonic forces that are bothering our students and our kids, and we need to be aware of it. I tell you, I kid you not, um, the first day of school, the first week of school, you know, I was getting to know my students and talking to them and, and, and introducing myself. And I told them, you know, I love all of y'all. I'm like, we like a family. You're like my kids and I'm going to take care of you. 
and I love all of you. And one of my students looked at me, she was, she raised her hand, she said, you can't love me. And I was like, how come I can't love you? She said, because I have a demon inside of me. And I'm like, whoa, I'm like, we rebuke that in the name of Jesus, baby. We're not claiming that. That is not who you are. That is not what you're going to accept. And that is not what we're going to allow to be in here because we, we, you know, and I asked to do, you know, Jesus, because we're going to, we're going to get that demon up out of here. And that, that child has hugged me every day. She does not miss hugging me. It's well, all my kids hug me, but it's just something special about her that I talk to, you know, I have to talk to them. We have to be careful with our babies nowadays, because we don't know what they're dealing with. We don't know what they're going through. We don't know what's happening, but we have a lot of demonic things that are going on. And we, you know, we've seen that they're allowing people to, to teach Satanism in the, in the schools, but you won't teach Christianity. You have a problem with Christianity and you have a problem with talking about Jesus, but you allow them to come in here and talk about Satanism and sacrifices. You know, we had some kids last year at the end of, towards the end of the school year, having the um, satanic circles and seances on the playground. Well, when we reported that, it was like, you know, well, we can't say nothing about that. Why not? We need to address these issues because that's going to grow and get worse if we allow this to keep happening. So I'm, I'm an advocate for praying in the schools. I pray, I bless my classroom every day. I have my oil with me. I go in oil the oiled up, oily, however you want to say it. And I go in prayed up, ready for warfare because I know what I'm dealing with when I walk into that building. And we have to understand that it's not the kids. It's the things that are, that, that is mm, what I don't want to say, influencing them. And we have to be careful about how we approach kids and what we do. Uh, I had a student tell me today, that his father died. And I'm like, oh, I mean, he just out of the blue, he just came over to me and he was like, that's interesting, guess what? And I was like, what, baby? He said, my dad died. And I'm like, what? I'm like, he, I'm like, was he, had he been sick? I'm like, you've been here every day. I'm like, had he been sick? He had cancer. And I'm like, oh, I said, well, did this happen last night? Or what? he was like, no, this morning. I'm like, are you at school? I'm like, are you okay? He was like, yeah, I'm fine. But then he went over to the other class and I told the other teacher, he comes out and he was like, oh, I was just playing. Why would you play about something like that? Why would you play about? That's not something to play about. That's not something to play with. That's a spirit in you that had you do that. And you were laughing about it and you thought it was funny. We have to pray about these things. We have to cover these kids because we don't know what they coming in with and what they're dealing with. So I do know that we went in on Monday. I was told last week that they pray on Mondays at 715. I was like, God, I got to get there. I've got to get there. I need to be in the building. So I was there at 17, ready, 715, ready to pray, had my oil. And it was, we was about to get it in. And it was, it was like four of us. We gathered up and we, we had a devotion and we prayed. And one of the teachers told me, she was like, oh my gosh. She was like, your energy is so high. She was like, I had to lock my knees because I felt like I was going to fall out because your energy was so strong. And I'm like, okay. And she was like, it wasn't a bad thing. It was a good energy, but it was very strong. And I'm like, hey, when y'all said we're praying and we're coming up in here for warfare, hey, I came ready. I came ready to battle whatever it is we had to battle. So, you know, we have to take this stuff seriously because we have things going on. We got little kids, some of them got monsters chasing them and following them and Y'all, we have got to cover our babies. They may have taken prayer out of the school, but that don't mean we can't pray. We have to come prayed up. We have to come ready. We covered the school. We covered the 
the hallway, we cover the kids, we cover the teachers, we cover the parents. Everybody has to be covered and it's coming in and out of that building because we got a lot of stuff going on. We don't know what's coming in and out of that building. We don't know what, what forces are coming in that we can't see. Because the Bible says we rest, wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and dark, uh, of darkness and high places. So we have to understand that when these kids are cutting up and acting up, we had a child that just tore up a classroom, tore it up, hit the teacher. I went in and I looked. I, went, I wasn't going to look. I was looking for somebody else. And I went in there. So I'm like, oh, my God, what happened? It was tore up. And it was like, oh, a student. I'm like, a student didn't do this. I'm like, a demon did this. I want no student. We have to understand to be able to recognize what we're dealing with, even at school. We can't throw a blind eye towards what's happening in our schools right now because it's not our children. It's forces that are that are possessing them and influencing them to do things. And we have to get out of that mindset that, oh, that's not happening. And we can overlook it because we can't. If you are spiritual, you can see it. You notice it. You notice things that's going on and you notice what's happening. Uh, I, I kid you not because I anoint my door, my doorway, and it, it was, you know, Satan can't enter. Some things can't enter. When you cover it and you have the Holy Spirit dwelling there, you can't come in. It's hard for you to come in. And we saw what happened. We saw literally right before our eyes it was you know we prayed over a room we prayed over it and it, it was just the spirit that came in and tried to, to to destroy some stuff and we we just went into prayer put on some worship music and they had to flee don't tell me what prayer won't do he will come against all of that so we have to understand that we have to stand in the gap for our students i don't mind standing in the gap for mine they have to be covered. I don't know what they're doing at home. I don't know if they have a prayer life. I don't know if they if they save. I don't know what their relationship is with Christ. But I know as long as they're in my presence, they're going to be covered. And we need to take that attitude. And we have a lot of teachers in our building that are prayer warriors. We have a lot of teachers in our building who are, you know, ready to pray at any given moment. So we had to be ready. Otherwise, this stuff is going to take over and it's going to have us all strolling out and strolling out and crazy and, and trying to pull our hair out. Mm -mm. Call it like you see it. Deal with it where it is. We can't keep letting this stuff run rampant. You know, they took because they took prayer out of the school. That don't mean we can't pray. We have to come against these things because I'm going to pray in my room. I'm going to bless my room and I anoint every chair, every table, every desk in my classroom every morning. And I anoint my door. These things have to be done. I will continue to do it because I'm not going to let those forces come into my classroom and bother my students. You're not going to come in here and wreak havoc. You not, your spirit is not welcome. It cannot stay. It has to leave. I command you to leave. You won't stay up in that classroom, but we have to be able to take it back. And sometimes some of us are scared because it, you know, they, they talk about don't mix church and state. You know what? They mixing stuff all over the place. It's a little late for that right now. 
Y'all done open up the doors for all of these demonic spirits and all this other stuff to come in. Y'all teaching stuff that goes against the word of God. And then you wonder why you having so much chaos in your classrooms. You wonder how I have so much chaos in your school. Because you've done away with God. You put him out of the picture. You don't want him to come in and deal with it until it's too late. So I'm glad. I don't know who else might see this if you see it, but pass it along. We need to pray for our babies. We need to make sure that they're covered because they don't, some of them don't even have the knowledge or the understanding of knowing what's going on. They got spirits attached to them from adults and other people around them that they don't even have a clue that's attaching to them. And then they wonder why they act in the way they do. You know, kids want to gyrate, do all kinds of other stuff. That's not what you do as a child. You, that's a learned behavior. You done seen somebody else doing that. You've watched somebody else do it. So we have to come against that and let these babies be babies. Stop coming up here being, you know, showing everything you got. No, put some clothes on, cover yourself up. You're still a kid. I don't care how small you are. You don't need to be wearing stuff that, that, that's showing off your figure and showing off your little body and your little shape. No, still be a kid. And parents, you need to stop trying to dress your kids like they're older than what they are. Yeah, give them these hairdos and make them look grown. No, they babies, give them some ponytails. Put some twists in their heads and some, some, some little knocker bowls. And, and stuff like that, and borettes. Let them look like little kids. Let them be kids, because they done grew up too fast. Most of them are dealing with siblings, and they got to take care of their younger siblings. They already think they're grown. No, let them babies be babies. They shouldn't be responsible for all of that. That's too much. You're making them grow up too fast. Let them stay a child because they're coming into contact with things that they shouldn't come into contact with at an early age and they don't know how to deal with it. So what do they do? They act out in school. They cut up because they don't know any better. But we need to keep them covered. We need to make sure they're being taken care of. We need to make sure that our kids are safe. And when we say safe, we mean safe in every way, not just from vehicles or people snatching them up, but we need to keep them safe from those spiritual things that are attacking them. School is different now. Everything is a different level. Things are done differently now. I don't know if you've ever noticed, but you know, it, school is not the way it was when I was growing up. Kids were kids. Parents picked up their kids from school. Siblings didn't have to take care of their little brothers and sisters when they got out of school. The parent was there to pick them up. Or if they were old enough, they did. I mean, I know I had an older brother and an older sister, but we all walked to school together. We went to the same school. But that was when we got old enough. Oh, I think it was in middle school when we were allowed to walk to school by ourselves. Because when we were in the lower grades, our parents dropped us off at school. You're not walking. I'm not letting my child walk out there to go to school. I don't care how close it is or how far it is. At a certain age, we weren't allowed to walk to school. They drove us to school. But now I see kids in, in kindergarten and first grade, and they're being walked by their siblings. That's in fourth and fifth grade, walking them home. The kids don't want to listen. They're they pulling away from them. 
acting up and, and cutting up and not wanting to pay attention, being disrespectful to their older sibling. No, they shouldn't have to deal with that. Come pick them babies up. Let that child be a child. You get in your car, you come pick them kids up. Don't let them get out there and walk them, them little bitty kids and they don't want to listen. You know them kids hard-headed because you let them be hard-headed. To train up a child in the way they should go. But you, the adults should be training them. The mothers and fathers should be training them, not the older brothers and sisters. That's not their responsibility. That's too much on them. And that's causing them to be engaged and in, in, in contact with spirits that they don't need to be in contact with. Because they're doing the adult job instead of being a kid. We got to stop like, letting our kids grow up too fast. Then they want to be disrespectful to the adults when they say something to them because they think they're on the same level as you. And then when you say something to the kid, the parents want to get an attitude because you said something to their child. Well, your child needs to stay in a child's place. Just because you put them in a position to act like they grown does not make them grown. And you need to make sure that they understand that and you need to make sure that they don't go that way. You should check them when an adult calls you and tell you that your child talked back to them or got smart. But no, parents want to jump on you and try to pull you down and try to act like you did something wrong. Where we do that at? I remember if I was when I was in school, if I had to talk back to an adult, that adult had the had the permission to whoop my tail, and then I got another whooping when I got home. We didn't play that. The neighbors could do could discipline you if you got out of line, if you were at home. And if they had to tell on you, you got a bigger whoop. You don't go there. But now we can't do that. You say something to somebody's child and they want to fight you because you said something to their child. I mean, we got all of these little girls that, you know, they in these little cheerleading camps and these cheerleading organizations up there shaking their booty and rumping all that other good stuff and gyrating and jiggling and jumping up in the air and falling on the floor and doing splits and bouncing. What are we doing? I don't remember cheerleading being like that when I was growing up. I was on the dance squad. I was on the pom-pom squad. We didn't do all of that. You might have had a couple of did some splits at the end of a routine, but not in the middle and, and dancing and flipping and hit a, hit a split and, and, and dancing while they're on the floor. Why are we allowing our children to do these things? Don't you know you opening up portals for, for all kinds of stuff to come in? Sexual portals, things that, that are opening up that they're being exposed to and they don't even understand what's happening. They don't understand what's going on. It, it's sad. It's really sad that we're allowing our kids to grow up so fast and do these things. And we don't think anything's wrong with it. We think it's cool. We think it's sweet. Oh, it's okay. How many times have you gone to practice with your child? How many times have you gone on the road with your child? Do you know what's happening with them? Do you know what they're doing? If they come home and tell you they don't want to do something anymore, all of a sudden and it's something they love doing, you might want to check into that and find out why. 
because we got so many pedophiles out here doing stuff that's working with kids and ain't nobody saying nothing. Until a child come up missing. We, we don't want to be doing that. We need to make sure that we're protecting our kids at all times, at all costs, no matter what it is. And prayer covers a multitude of things. We have to make sure that we stay prayed up so that they can be covered. You know, our parents and grandparents prayed for us, prayed over us, covered us. We need to cover them. This is our future. We can't just keep letting them just be out there all willy-nilly. So if you see something, know what's going on and try to deal with it, try to handle it. Don't always want to think the child is just being bad. Because nine times out of 10, it's not the child. It's something else that's influencing that child to do the things that they're doing because they don't have any, they don't know how to control it. They don't understand what's happening. They don't know what's going on. They can't talk to anybody because mom and them tell them to go sit down and be quiet. Don't talk when grown folks talk and go in your room and do whatever. Take care of your little brother, your little sister, and you never get a chance to express yourself and, and what's going on with you. And you just get worse and worse and worse and you get deeper and deeper and deeper into it and then until it explodes. And then people were like, ooh, I knew something was wrong, but I ain't know what. Come on now. We have to be proactive when we got to stop stuff before it happens. So I'm, I'm encouraging everyone who listens to this, everyone who comes back on the replay, pray for our schools. If you are a prayer, prayer, pray for our schools. If you are a prayer warrior, pray for our schools. If you're an intercessor, pray for our schools. We need your prayers because we can't do it without it. I only do what I do by the grace of God. It's not me. It's the Christ that lives in me because Lord knows I probably would have walked off a long time ago. But God said, no, they still need you. So I'm going to be there. I'm going to show up and I'm going to pray for them babies and make sure that they get what they need. And keep them protected. We have to keep them protected. Because if we don't, the enemy will take over. Enemy will take over. All right, y'all. I'm not going to be on here much longer because I said everything I needed to say and I'm good. I hope you enjoyed this. Please click like and, and subscribe and follow me on YouTube. It is on YouTube. I am streaming live on YouTube for my Zoom. So, and you can find me on Spotify, on um, Heart Radio. Um, I post my podcast there as well. So you can listen to it anywhere. You don't have to sit here and watch it. You can listen to it and get the same effect. All right. So thank you for listening. Thank you for take, um, taking the time out to be here with me. And until next time, it's your girl, Dr. Yvonne, the teacher that talks. And I'll see you next Tuesday. Be blessed. We hope you've enjoyed Teacher Talk Tuesdays with Dr. Yvonne. And next time for more incredible stories, struggles, and